well, looky what the cat dragged in. What's up, Stimpmeister? Uh, doing pretty good. How about you, Gorag? I didn't ask how you were doing. I said, what's up? Oh, as a well, you know, I'll, I'll steal the line from a friend. You always get nervous around me, don't you? Ask me what's up. Hey, what's up? Uh, typically hard dicks and helicopters. Don't tell me what to do. It's <laughs> <laughs> the first time Gorag's ever been silent. Why are you here? Well, Mr. Dieter asked me to come by and do a podcast with him. Uh, must be desperate. Me or him. Anyway, do you want to plug your own commercial or do you want me to do it? Let's do the Gorag special and let you do it. Hey kids, it's your old pal Gorag the Slayer. How the hell are you doing? Tonight's podcast is brought to you by LoneStarButtons.com. Make your custom button design a reality. Lone Star Buttons offers their products in different sizes and shapes. They do buttons and magnets and bottle openers. Anything else? I can do uh, keychains and mirrors too. Outstanding. Adam Jones, aka Adam Stimpy Jones, offers his buttons at great prices. Mention the podcast and get some thrown in for free. All you gotta do is say the magic words, which are. Now he's stuck on your hairy nipples. Tits, bro. Tits. You can get in touch with Stimpy at info at lonestarbuttons.com by email, or you can call this motherfucker. At 281-798-1996. Again, if you want a discount or some buttons thrown in for free, tell them Gorak sent you and you want to suck on his hairy tits. Oh, yeah. If you want to take part in the show, that being sending in news stories, urban legends, friend questions, pro tips, etc., etc., we need it, we want it, email us at rotwpodcast at gmail.com. Also, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. It makes no difference to me, but the podcast gods demand your patronage. You got anything else to say, Stimpy? Uh, I think I'm good. The smell's kind of getting to me in here. Coming to you pre-recorded live from the chemical wastelands of Pasadena, Texas, it's the Revenge of the World podcast with your host, Gabe, Google Me Dieter, and Adam Stimpy Jones. Hey everybody, it's me again, Gabe, Google Me Dieter. Uh, tonight, Mike and Brennan are swapping tampons out at sea. Uh, I don't know what that means. Um, but I do have Adam Stimpy Jones in the studio with me. Hello! Oh, <laughs> I forgot about your singy hello. Uh, this is going to be a good podcast. <laughs> uh, it always is. How's it going, dude? Good. It's been a while. Yes, I think it's been a while for everybody, including I think, you. I think, like the last episode, I think it's been since your wedding since I've seen you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I'm hearing that a lot. Yeah, uh, which was the 25th of November. November 25th. Yes, sir. One day for my daughter's birthday. That's how I remember that. That's cool. You'll always remember our wedding. Yeah, because we had her birthday earlier that day. <laughs> Went to your wedding. <laughs> oh afterwards. shit! That's right. I forgot about that. So no, I've just been. I mean, work and kids. Uh, I have managed to lose about 13 pounds. 13 pounds in 13 months? Pro- about, tw- about 12 months, actually, yes. <laughs> oh, wow. And uh, it's amazing. What, what is that, a, a sit-up every two days? No, it's all been food. It's all been eating better. Yeah. yeah I've been, yeah. like, basically, I'll buy a pack of chicken breasts. Mm-hmm. And the way I have a little gas grill, because it takes no time to cook them. Yeah. And I, like, just pound them flat where they're kind of even. Yeah. And I'll cook, like, six of them at a time. Nice. And uh, pound them flat, cook them five minutes on one side, flip them five, uh, four minutes on the other, and they're like perfect. They're nice, moist. Dude. And, you know, you know when chicken breast dries out a little bit? Yeah. They're pretty moist and they're good. And I've just been kind of doing like chicken and vegetables. Are you doing any uh, spices? or? I just do like um, Mrs. Dash has like a no sodium. Uh, uh, We're going a little loud. Sir. Sorry. Has like a no sodium uh, seasoning. Just a yeah. real... It's not the greatest. I mean, if I would take the time to marinate them, it'd probably be better. But it's normally I'm in a rush to get stuff cooked. Yeah. But I've been kind of doing that for lunch and dinner, and then like oatmeal for breakfast. Oh, cool. And just that I've been seeing like a, it's really in the last two months I've seen most of the weight come off, and it it's ridiculous. Cause I'm not even exercising. When I was exercising, I was not losing weight, and now that I'm really? just eating better, I'm losing weight. So. Were you exercising and eating better? I was trying to. I, one of the big things at work I started to do, I, I used to go out to eat almost every day at work. Yeah. So I just, if I didn't bring, if I didn't have leftovers, I would bring like uh, sli- uh, two slices of bread and have peanut butter and jelly at work. So I just eat a peanut butter and jelly. And even that, 
I saw like weight loss from not having so much calories. You sound like the busiest person yeah. in the world. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I was super busy at work for a while. We're slowing down, so my workload's slowing down. But yeah. it's just like I was just, I mean, tired of spending all the money of going out to eat and and, and all that other stuff. So yeah, it's Are just you, uh, it's ridiculous. I figure out like I've been I haven't been this weight in like twelve years. Awesome, and I was dude. like, all it took was me eating chicken breasts and vegetables. What the fuck? <laughs> it's easy when you explain it like that. But you're also cutting out ice cream at 11 at night. <laughs> I just, don't get me wrong. We have, those, we, we have those cosmic. <laughs> I think you're too busy with your two babies. To... <laughs> well, we have those cosmic brownies. Oh, shit. Like the, I think it's Little Debbie. It's, oh. co- it's like the cosmic brownies. They have like little imitation M&Ms into the top of them. I'll eat yep. one of those every once in a while. I don't just, I, I normally, if I'm eating like a something sweet, I'll eat something small mm-hmm. or like a hand, like I did last night with a handful of Skittles. Nice. And then I close the bag up and I can eat more well, later. Well, maybe I shouldn't have gave you those uh, three boxes of Simpson Tic Tacs. I don't know. I'm very <laughs> tempted on these. So don't open it. They're collector's items. They are collector's items. You'd always go and buy a whole display of them for 20 bucks. Didn't they just say they're like the zero or one calorie mint, yeah. mint or something? But I don't know about donut flavor. Yeah, I don't know either. It doesn't say. Stick tac though, still one calorie. That's my story. I'm sticking to it. <laughs> Have you made any uh, buttons lately? Uh, Have you updated your website yet? <laughs> well, yeah, the website that's going to be a long term work in progress. Uh, it already I, has been. <laughs> yeah, um, I did try to do um, some like uh, custom, uh, not custom, some uh, like magnets for to sell it like shows and whatnot and i've gone to did uh, like a little craft show and a little uh small uh music festival that was in friendswood cool. they sold okay i mean nothing big i, I just need to try to find a, like a place that either wholesales texas uh souvenir stuff or kind of just hit the ground running and find these mom and pop shops that would you take should, them on you should write to bucky's and send them a sample actually that's that's one of my things to do is send them samples of these handwritten letter yeah it goes With sincerity it, their website tells you you smell it to their P.O. box in Lake Jackson. Oh, wow. And, uh, They're they, that close? Yeah, they started in Lake wow. Jackson. Wow, I didn't realize that. Yeah, they started in Lake Jackson. And, uh, yeah, it's they say any product samples uh, send non-returnable samples to their store to their P.O. box, and they do uh, product review meetings. Nice, man. So that's actually one of my things to try to do and see. Because I've, I've been there and seen what they have, and mine are a little different, and, you know, some of similar and whatnot but i'm gonna try that and see if i can need any design help let me know cool i actually had a a buddy of mine offered me some help too but i haven't really talked to him since high school (laughs) well and uh i've done some some buttons for um there's a brewery in galveston called the devil in the deep yeah i've known the guy for a couple actually the guy one of the guys who he's co-owner i used to make buttons for his band back in like the early 2000s yeah and uh i didn't realize uh, he's kind of does the managing for the band Grizzly, the local band Grizzly, and he does that brewery. And I've made him a bunch of buttons lately for that. And uh, I think what else? Oh, I did buttons for a uh, a lady whose daughter is really into Minecraft, and her daughter put like makes YouTube videos, and some of her YouTube videos have like almost three hundred thousand views. Hmm. And she did a Minecraft show in Houston. I made her five hundred buttons for of her daughter's logo uh, and username on it. Oh, that's cool. Dude, we should do some uh, unboxing, like send people that do unboxing videos your products. Like, oh, that that would actually that would be get cool. some uh, some advertisement out there. Yeah, I some think. some of my uh, when it comes to selling stuff, yeah, I'm more of a capitalist than anything because I know I'm probably gonna get a lot of shit from this. I don't really care. Like, we're in Texas. Yeah, some of the some of the designs I have for the buttons are I have like the come and take it flag, uh-huh. which can appeal to like texas history people as yes. well as hardcore gun owners yeah and to me i really don't care and like i say i have um i have a uh, one of the buttons that has one of the magnets that has like an old looking flag that has the second amendment written out on it mm-hmm. just because we're in texas i figured i can probably sell some of those and i was going to hit up a few like local gun stores and stuff like that see if they will carry them on consignment like I say as long as it's legal i'll sell it you know yeah so that's kind of my cool. two-bit advice on capitalism it's like <laughs> It's not illegal, and you know, I know some people may not agree with the message, but all I care about is like somebody's going to do it. Why will it be me? That's true. That's, I mean, I, uh, I I have guns. I'm that's not, how you get yours. <laughs> I have. I mean, I have guns. I'm not a hardcore gun nut, but 
I like going to the gun range every once in a while and shooting them, but I'll have them for home protection also. But <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I have one, and I have yet to fire it, and I've had it for five years. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Um, so please don't break into my house because I don't know if I'll be able to protect myself and my wife. Uh, in other news, <laughs> that was a sh- that was a show killer. Uh, have you ever been to like? Well, I know you probably have, like Urban Air or those uh those jump uh, jumping world. I haven't been to the Urban <clears throat> Air, but I've been to like one of the little kid like bounce in- house places, indoor amusement yeah. amusement park type things. Uh, I went to um. Urban Air a couple weekends ago for Jess's uh, nieces and nephews. Is that the one kind of close to your work? Yes. Okay. Um, I think that place is run by carnies. Because, <laughs> you know, I, I go to these, you know, big public places and, and just people watch, basically. Because there's really nothing else to do yeah. unless you want to talk to somebody, which I'm not great at. Uh, <laughs> unless you're on Case a in point. Um, and uh, I noticed, like, these dudes look like they might have done some time and like maybe went in wearing the same clothes that they were wearing that day, like uh like pleated silky pants Ooh. and uh like wow. a, a colorful swirly tie and uh you know the, the guy had a gray ponytail. <laughs> I was like, that dude looks like a carny because Maybe. She's basically managing a carnival, an indoor carnival. Maybe it's maybe that's where carnies go to retire. Maybe when they get, when they get tired of touring the road, yeah, they, they go that, to an indoor that makes total trampoline sense. park. That makes total sense. That's I mean, when you go to the kid ones. There's normally young people working, like the little kid bounce house places. They're normally like teenagers, yeah, and mainly female teenagers working. I guess because they're better with kids than right. Yeah, they're definitely <laughs> teenage work boys, teenagers. But uh, it, the the whole show was being run by one carny guy uh and i swear please don't fucking find this place and go tell this guy hey <laughs> i think they were talking about you on the podcast um that would be bad uh but just, hey what just, the fuck just give him brandon's address he ain't gonna know me <laughs> um are you on instagram you are right yeah are the, you the loans i haven't done anything within a long time for a while there i was digging through my old buttons and i'd love to hear that from my sponsors <laughs> <laughs> We're, uh, as, we're as inactive as you are, Gabe. Uh, well, for a while there, I was kind of doing a couple of week, going through old buttons and yeah. taking pictures of them and putting them up there, and then life gets in the way. Yeah, no, it's uh, it gets complicated when you start reproducing yourself. It takes a lot of time. Yeah, I mean, I get in those spurts where I get real gung ho, and then like seems like something kind of lets the air out of your sails, and I'm like, fuck it, and then. For a little while, but not even worry about it, then I'll hop back into it. So you're still paying your uh, website uh, hosting fees and all that. So. I th- well, with that, yeah, because I well, when I did mine, I paid it for like two years or something, and I think it's coming due this year, but I haven't. I just paid it up front because there's a discount. So well, I, I know it was active at least a week ago because yeah. I went there. Oh, I go there too sometimes. I forgot pricing. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like, how much for these? And I was like, go to the website. <laughs> <laughs> Are you? Uh, whoa, what was that? Um, are you doing anything currently? Like, do you have any jobs lined up or, uh, I did, somebody did send me a design the other day, but I got to verify with them what they want. Cause they just sent it to me and didn't really say what they wanted to do with it. Plus I don't think the design will work well on a one inch button. Cause it's got like the name straight across the top and the Ooh, design yeah. below it. And when you have to do that on a, on a round button, it doesn't, you have to shrink it down enough and it doesn't always look great. Right. Um, yeah, I was don't take this the wrong way, but I was in the shower the other day and I thought like I could probably do these commercials a little better <laughs> because I'm not uh, getting across like why it would be important to not important, but it would be beneficial to get buttons made of whatever project you're working on or uh, some new anything, you know, yeah, they're- like an event, a product, uh, they're really- a project. I mean, relatively cheap advertisement exactly that people end up putting on their hats their backpacks their hoodies you know nowadays i've seen i don't know a little off topic how do people wear hoodies in fucking july and june i used to do it god i sweat just walking outside (laughs) or die uh (laughs) it's a race to get from your car to the office or the car to the man i don't understand i mean no offense anybody wears them but i guess since i'm a little bit more on the husky side that hey I look at I me man yeah. I, I used to do it and it, it, 
but no, I mean, people put buttons everywhere, and I can do keychains uh, with the one-inch buttons and, you know, little shit like that. I can do bottle openers with the two and a quarter and, you know, and mirrors, too, with the two and a quarter and the uh, rectangle right. uh, buttons. And I've, I've been thinking about trying to push either the round mirrors or the rectangle mirrors to, uh, like, uh, women who work in, like, beauty parlors and shit that they can give their customers, like, with their information on one side and the mirror on the other, because yeah, so they can always look at each other. Yeah, that'd be It's cool. not necessarily the <laughs> cheapest form that they can do, but, but I think it stands cool. out more cool. than... You know, give them a piece of paper or something that they'll just trash and whatever. How about combs? Can you do combs? I'm just kidding. <laughs> never know. You never know. Oh, the reason I brought up Instagram. Uh, have you ever followed anybody that does like uh, uh, like video games on uh, online, like um, Twitch? Uh-huh. Like it's it's kind of a fad for uh, like these Instagram models to also play video games online and you can like watch them play video games okay it's kind of weird what was that i don't know let's ignore it i'm trying uh, to move uh what the fuck oh that's me okay in case, in case you're wondering we're getting static in our headphones not sure if it's going to show up on the audio file it or most not certainly will and i will <laughs> not endeavor to clean that up hey just in case it doesn't show up just letting them know all right thanks uh <laughs> What the so, hell are you talking about? So people watch people play video games? Yes. I guess I shouldn't be surprised because I know that that lady I made the Minecraft buttons for says her sister, her, her daughter plays Minecraft and people go and watch That's her That's exactly what that is. Yeah. I don't understand that. Uh, no offense. I mean, no, I, it's. I, I don't under, I don't. This is coming from the guy. Okay. This comes from the guy who watches the car crash videos on YouTube. Oh God. <laughs> so I really have no room to talk and. I watch car crash videos. People so. will spend their time doing the weirdest things, but it's a way for these these people to make money. It's not just you know Instagram models. It's uh, athletes do it. Yeah. Um. It's just a, a different way to make uh, money. And there's you know, do you know what Patreon is? It's like another way for people to subscribe to. Uh, I've heard it. I've heard about it. But I didn't know what it was. Private content. Like, okay. Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. And like you uh, subs- you give somebody. You know, forty bucks a month. There's a and they'll send you titty pictures. Yeah, you know, there's a podcast that I know that uses that as their payment system. Right, right, right. Um, Yes, it's behind a paywall. Yeah, uh, you give them a certain amount of money, and they'll give you a link to a certain episode. I know something like yeah. I know that they say with like the YouTube, if you can start getting numerous hits, you can make a ton of money off the advertising revenue that they share with you. Yeah, it's a it's interesting. it's a way to monetize your creativity without the man getting involved, like, <laughs> you know, Google or, you know, YouTube, uh, Facebook, that kind of stuff. Um, but the weird thing is, like, so there's this uh, one, uh, this chick that had followed me through my artwork, like, God, going on like eight years ago, you know? Oh, wow. Um, and that, so we follow each other, and all of a sudden, like, you know, she had been doing Twitch for a couple of years, and that was her job. Like, her 9 to 5 or wow. 5 to 9 job was <laughs> uh, doing, like, um, online gaming. Um, she had a Patreon account where she would send, like, provocative photos to her subscribers. Um, I'm not into that. Uh, seems a little weird. Like, not... Not uh, not in a bad way for other people, but for me, like it seems like kind of. I mean, to me, there's so much free stuff out there that you don't have to pay yeah, for anything. No, no, it's. But that, I can understand if she. That's not the point I'm trying to make. Like, uh, well, okay, it's just not what this, you're into. This or? is what. No, no, no. It, well, it's not that. It's it's the attitude towards that that she specifically had was like, um, she went on this rant about uh, if you want. If you like what I do, give me money or fuck off. Oh. And I don't think... That is a shitty attitude. I don't think that, uh, you know, maybe she was having a bad day. Something, you know, bothered her. And that's what came out. Because it happens. But it also creeped me out. Because she was talking about sex workers and stuff like that. And I was like, I... It turned... It made me feel weird. Yeah. And it turned me off. So I quit following her. Uh... And I just thought it was the weirdest thing. Like, it's hard. It's hard to like. And I've been thinking about this for a long time. Like, yeah. I have had this topic 
written down in in show after show after show and i'm just talking about it and i still don't know what the fuck to say um i i mean to me i know that there's an article i don't that came out a couple years ago saying like you really need just a thousand hardcore fans to follow your youtube or whatever else and if you can get a thousand people to give you five dollars a month that's sixty thousand dollars a year that you know that's just on your hardcore fans that's not counting your random ones that may give you money for a few months to watch your videos like, hey, i'm done but everything i've read about that was you have to be engaging to your fans or you know everybody who uh, watches you or subscribes to you and i know that they say some people they'll do like the uh ama thing you know that ask me anything yeah and uh we'll go do stuff just reading emails and engaging and sometimes they'll call people just to keep it engaged and it they say it spikes their popularity that they're actually talking to you know the the random person that follows them. right and uh like say if you can get a thousand people and keep them engaged i mean you can make decent money and i know some of these youtube stars that i've never even heard of are making like six figures yeah like well maybe they were but they're not now because youtube pretty much fucked over like all of their content providers oh, did they yeah they changed their uh their advertisement policies is that what that lady went to shoot up youtube that one time wasn't she yes one of their yes. know, did they ever figure out if that was part of it or uh, i'm sure it was because there were I mean, the whole YouTuber community was, like, up in arms about everything. I did not hear this. Yeah, because, um, like, major brands were were advertising on YouTube, and, you know, the algorithm, I guess, wasn't worked out to where, you know, like, we would be considered an R-rated uh, podcast, yeah. and, like, Downey, uh, you know, Fabric Softener doesn't want to be associated oh, okay. with yeah. fucking gutter scumbags <laughs> like us. Uh, so yeah, they, uh, these big brands pulled their advertising and YouTube kind of had a meltdown and changed their policy to where if you have like F-bombs or whatever, you can't be advertised or if you're controversial, you can't be advertised. Yeah. So you kind of have to go the Patreon uh, route, which, you know, I haven't messed around with, but, uh, seems to be somewhat successful if you have enough followers. Oh yeah. I mean. But this is this is inside baseball type stuff uh, with podcasting. But I don't know if uh, listeners will be interested. But uh, just that one incident with that chick uh, creeped me out. Like I followed her for her art, you know. Yeah. She liked my art. I liked her art. And then she got creepy with stuff that I had no part of part in. Like yeah, you're still interested in her art, and you didn't care about. I don't care about her. her pics. I don't care about her video games. <laughs> I don't care about. Her nude modeling or whatever I, I, yeah. I assume it's nude i don't know but uh i i she's she must have just been having a bad day because i was just weird yeah maybe and i'd never been weirded out by like an instagram uh was it a video or just a post or it was a video yeah oh, right. like a video of, uh, i wonder if somebody just said something to her wrong it must just, have like, been rubbed her wrong rubbed her wrong uh, one day and she just instantly put something up there out of piss being pissed off and it must i I mean, she, she, she seemed, uh, I don't want to say. Okay. <laughs> that would be a yes. Uh, yeah, I don't, she seemed like a good kid, but, um, I don't know, man. Shit, shit, shit got weird. <laughs> and I had to bail on that scene. You dig? You, uh, you ghosted her? Some no, kids would say. No, she probably didn't even notice I unfollowed <laughs> her. Um, speaking of which, uh, go follow me on Instagram. <laughs> I am racing towards 6,000 followers. Dang. Uh, I am curating a lot of uh, pop art and product art for uh, toys, and uh, I've seen that. Just a bunch of weird shit. So, oh yeah, go follow the Revenge of the World Instagram also. Yeah, you can do that. With Lone Star buttons also. Yeah, I have like 123 followers. Nice. You got to start somewhere. Hey, it, every little one helps. Yep. Um, you want to go to some news? Sure. Let's go to some news. All right. know what time it is. What time is it? It's time for the news. Oh shit. With Gabriel Dieter and friends. That's me. And it's Tim. Well, the sad thing is we don't have any news. So, uh, that's the show. Um, so, when I wrote this down, <laughs> we were supposed to have a show last week, and uh, it didn't happen because I hurt the fuck out of my back like 
I was lifting a box that weighed maybe ten pounds. Oh. And uh just twisted wrong and No, I was standing still. It was the weirdest <laughs> fucking thing. Don't mean to thing. laugh, but you know It was the weirdest fucking thing. Uh my lower back did a uh pop pop crunch and I was in excruciating pain. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Um I was in such pain. I could not do a show. I could not do it. Um Hopefully that was just a random occurrence and it wasn't you being over 40. Well, oh, I'm sure it was my age. Because I turned 40 in August, so it's kind of... We're supposed to do a podcast Monday with the guy. The guys were going to be here. And uh, I fucking hurt a different part of my back. Like, this weird fucking muscle from my diaphragm to the middle of my back. Like, started like... uh, Cramping? I get... Like, spasming. Spasming. spasming, And it was very painful. Um, and that's, uh, how's your health? The, the how's your health segment. Um, so this, this story is from last week. I'm sorry. Get off track. Uh, did you see the Trump video that, uh, I did. I, I had to watch it. Kim Jong-un. I had to watch it twice before I realized that that was actually official White House video. <laughs> yeah. That's fucking crazy, man. That's like, uh, it was a, it was like a bad. That's high school shit. Preview to a movie. Yes. Like an indie movie. Yeah. It was really bad. And it's, it's, it's seemed, I know North Korea is an Asian country, but it seemed to be way too many stereotypical Asian themes throughout the video. Stereotypical, uh, I don't, I mean, I don't know much about the North Korean culture, but it's like the women dancing and then like the, but I think that's how they are over there. See, I I think they're like really old school. Like maybe maybe so. Really, they have they have no internet. Like they're stuck. Yeah, true. In time, like from wherever, whenever it was. I just the sixties, right? Uh, that's that was the Korean War. Yeah, or the fifties. We don't know. I have to say, (laughs) we don't know. (laughs) Do not quote our. Do do I even ask? Do not quote our history lessons. Because the Vietnam was in the sixties. Was it around the same time as Vietnam? Vietnam went into the seventies. Yeah, yeah, late sixties and seventies. Um. Wars let's let's that. say fifties. Yes, okay. it was. Let's say fifties. Uh, look it up. Yeah. <laughs> look it up for yourselves. Um, but yeah, it was embarrassingly uh, like oversimplifying everything. It was like a. I don't know. What do you think of it, it? I mean, I know it said that this is what Trump showed Kim Jong Un when before their meeting or when they were meeting, and it just seemed very awkward because there's that one point where it's like something that well, if they don't agree. They start showing missiles firing yeah, off. I'm yes. like, what the fuck? It's like, yes. Also, they didn't show the fucking leader of South Korea, but once. <laughs> I was like, this should be North and South talking, and maybe the U.S. backing them up. But goddamn, Trump was in there all over the fucking place. But, yeah, and then it's like President Trump is the one to bring them together, and it's like I don't think it was just him all together. I mean, there's lots of shit that happened in the background, but it's just kind of a. Uh, I, uh, it I was give like Dennis a, Rodman a lot of credit. It, it was really bad. I really do. Yeah. I'm not even joking. It was, I mean, really bad kind of propaganda-ish. Yes. Oh, yeah, definitely. But it wasn't, it wasn't as propaganda-ish as I would have expected. I thought it'd be even more. I, I figured Trump would be there more than he was. Wow. Because I think they only mentioned his name three or four times. And it's <laughs> a, a five-minute like Yeah, it's like a four-and-a-half-minute video. And just knowing how he is and whatnot. I want to be in it every 45 seconds. It, it, yeah, I mean, it was just, I don't know. I mean, it was, the footage they used was kind of poor in certain areas. Yeah. And the editing was really bad. Yeah. What's uh, Trump's little kid's name? Uh, uh, Baron. Baron. It might have been Baron's uh, school project. I don't I don't know what the, the way they <laughs> hire. what my son did. The, the way they hire people over there is probably some intern that, I took video editing in college. <laughs> Hired. I came from Blackwater to uh, do your video. Um, they did the soundproof booth in the EPA office. <laughs> oh man, uh, what do you know? <laughs> uh, I know they're going to be tapping my phones after this episode. Oh, of course, I'm sure they've already have since you're funneling money through the Caymans into my account. Um, next story: Child. This happened in uh, Indiana. Indiana at an IKEA. A child found a handgun in a couch and fired it. Yeah. What the fuck? Okay. This is what? 
This might be one of the few reasons why you should not carry a concealed weapon. Well, what gets Because when you sit, when you're trying on couches at Ikea, it might fall out of your pocket. But what I don't understand, to me, I checked for my phone a million times. If I'm walking and something, I don't feel it. Oh, okay, it's still there. Or my wallet. I don't see how somebody who has a gun in their waistband, next saying the gun falls out. One, your belt should be a little looser than it was previously, and your pants start to sag. Yeah. And two, you should really check to make sure you have that thing on occasion. Because it didn't say how long the guy had lost it or whatnot that I saw. And it was a forty-four Magnum. Holy shit. I'm just kidding. I was about to say, I didn't see that part, but I was like, whoa. <laughs> That's a fucking cannon. But still, I mean, the little kid found it on the couch and pulled the trigger. Yeah, and it I mean, went off. Yeah. It was loaded. Exactly. That's like, and uh, the, the police said this is a reason why you should be more vigilant if you carry your gun in public. I'm like, just in general. Yeah. I mean, I, I just don't understand how he didn't realize he lost it. Or if he did. Did they track down the owner? I think, yeah, I think they said they did. And uh, they didn't say if any charges would be filed or anything. But Damn, that's fucking crazy. But because it said, and it said something like in the state of Indiana, you don't have to have a permit to carry a gun, but you have to have one for a pistol or something, which hmm. I don't know what you would carry outside of a pistol, you know, Dude. shotgunner <laughs> on your back and they're. Since they said you can start carrying swords openly in Texas, I haven't been out of the house. (laughs) There's a law that you couldn't carry a sword in Texas, but you could carry a rifle on your back in Texas. Like I don't know if they're worried about they're I don't know if they're worried about the North Korean ninjas or whatnot. (laughs) My cousin gave me a uh uh what is it called? Can you hand me that? What is that? Uh, Yeah. What is this called? The stiletto? Uh I don't know. Anyway, it's a knife where if you push the button the blade comes out like straight out and uh we had like a 10 minute argument like you cannot carry these in your pocket you if you get stopped you will go to jail and uh he was arguing with me telling me it was fine like he's carrying his all the time and i'm like <laughs> no because look it's the blade's too big and then he finally dropped the atom bomb on me dude you can carry a sword <laughs> you can carry a sword sure, and a fucking a- uh, a, a handgun without yeah. a license. No, you still need a license to carry a handgun in the state of Texas. Not in a holster. No, Not you, outside. You still technically need an open carry permit. Oh, okay. However, the police cannot stop you randomly and check to make sure you have an open carry permit. And that was the one of the big arguments I read from police officers that literally gang members can walk around with guns on their hip, but the police cannot stop them and check to see if they have a permit because that is in violation of the Fourth Amendment. Really? They can't do it without a probable cause. Hmm. And so they said that if they try to, do, even if the person is carrying illegally, but they stop them illegally, they can take them to court and win based on their constitutional rights. Nice. That's it, great. It's, it's weird. A lot of cops are not happy about it just because unless they know that person specifically has a felony and they can't have a gun, but they can't stop and check with anybody who has, who's openly carrying to see if they are, can legally openly carry. Hmm. That <laughs> seems like a crazy loophole. Um, it's our constitutional rights game. What else we got? Yeah, well, uh, in Germany, did you read this article? I did. It was very okay, vague. Okay, I, yeah, yeah, just let me. Uh, Twenty-five people were injured in a building explosion. That is literally all of the information that was included in the in the uh, what is it? Associated Press article. Well, it said something that the explosion was so big that it went through like the second, third floor, and the roof. So it started on the ground floor. Right. And the picture they had, the whole front of this fucking apartment building. It's like the explosion went straight up. Yes. It didn't like destroy things to the side. Exactly. So the story itself is interesting. 25 people injured. Nobody was killed. The building was fucking destroyed. A car was destroyed in front of the building. But that is it. So. In, instead of the actual story, I felt like I should really just tear into the Associated Press well, it even for s- lack of details. It even said at the end of the story that they had to demolish it because it was unsafe for investigators to even go in there to find evidence. So they basically demolished it, and there's no way to figure out what had happened because they couldn't go in there to find evidence. That's. I mean, was there like an old World War II ammunition in that basement that just blew straight up, or... I, I don't fucking know. I wish I knew. Or, or, <laughs> I hey, mean, hey, it could be German meth. It's just that powerful. Well, <laughs> I was disappointed in the article more than I was the story itself because 
there were there were no witnesses interviewed in the article. Didn't say what part of town it was. Didn't say yeah, I mean anything like. Basically, it just had a picture of the building and then a very vaguely written. There were no clues, like uh, you know, shit like this happens in the area. Like it's, I don't fucking know. Like I, I know nothing. Exactly, I know nothing. <laughs> Why did you even write this article? Because there was a building explosion. How did you, and you find had this article? to fucking looking up weird news? I don't know. Um, yeah, no injured people were even interviewed. It's fucking crazy. Maybe the Associated Press guy didn't speak German. Fuck. Well, most Germans speak very good English, so I shouldn't even say that. It was probably somebody like me telling the story of something that happened that they had no understanding of, (laughs) which is basically every episode of this podcast. Um, New York City, fucking crazy story. Uh, A man named Yong Lu cut off his pregnant wife's arm with a butcher knife. Okay, I didn't get to read this one because it was actually a video article and not a... It wouldn't fucking load for me, so I had to look it up on, on YouTube. Well, I was at work, and I don't have, I don't have uh, volume on my work computers. You don't have a phone with headphones? Uh, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have headphones at work, but uh, but no, I meant to watch it later, but I was trying... And that's off topic. I really, I guess I don't know if I'm old school, but I like reading an article mm-hmm. instead of watching a fucking video. Especially if I'm at work and I'm trying to just like zone out for a few minutes without working, I'll go onto like Yahoo and read the main ones and I'll click it on. Oh, I'm gonna read this. It's a fucking video with like a one sentence thing. I'm yeah, like, motherfuckers. Yeah, I'm never gonna watch the video. Do your job. Um, yeah, I'm the same way. Um, mostly because <clears throat> it's easier when you're reading an article to sniff out the the slant in it, like yeah. the propaganda side of of everything you fucking read in America. Um, I don't know. It's just weird. So the good news is. The wife survived. She's in critical condition, but she's alive. And they reattached her arm, which is incredible. I guess the baby baby survived too? Hashtag science. Um, The baby they hadn't mentioned, uh, so I'm assuming it survived. They would have probably mentioned if it didn't. Yeah. It bleeds, it leads, makes good headlines. Yeah, that's true. And uh, Yong Lu is in custody. Exactly. um, See, something else about this story, they said... He also chopped off several fingers of this woman. And I was like, was it on the arm that he cut off? <laughs> or is this woman, like, severely fucked up? Like, it's not bad enough that she lost an arm. Thank God it's it, reattached. Hopefully, just hopefully it was the same hand, the same arm with the fingers. Because that would suck to have, like, there's no guarantee you'll get full motion of right. r- with that arm again. Better yet, if it's the other hand lost the fingers. That yeah, would be horrible. That's, that's what I'm saying. Again. Poor journalism by not following up. Well, that's I'll let that one slide because that's fucking really dark. Um, geez, what in his mind justified? <laughs> that's just uh, yeah, incredible. I mean, love does crazy shit. Oh god. Um, uh, R.I.P. Old man from Pawn Stars. That dude. Yeah, kick the bucket. Uh, did you ever watch Pawn Stars? I did. When it first came on, I watched it. Not, Me too. Not yeah. later on once it. Seemed a little... I watched it with my granddad. Oh, it's... Are you talking about the scripted stuff? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. It got pretty blatant. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, they point. said that afterwards it was basically... After the initial thing, they became so popular that they had to kind of halfway script it. And sometimes people would come in with these items, but they'd make they'd interview them, then make them officially come back later and, you know, do, do the whole TV thing. Yeah. Because uh, last time I was in Vegas, which actually was during Hurricane Harvey, uh, we did a Segway tour, and they said that those guys never go in the store anymore. Yeah. Never. No, they can't do business if they're there. Well, no, they didn't even go. I mean, the pawn, the pawn shop runs on its own. Yeah. And uh, Rick, the dad, the main owner, he has a bar. and He bartends like two hours a day every day. Wow. So like, if you want to go to his bar, you can actually see him bartend. Hmm. But, Probably can't buy a drink from him, but... <laughs> Yeah, I, you I have used to, to fight your way through the crowd. I yeah, I mean, I used to watch that show when it first came out. It was pretty interesting. I read some like behind the scenes articles about it and about my granddad always had it on, had the TV on the History Channel, and that's pretty much all that plays <laughs> other than Ancient Aliens <laughs> and Search for the Titanic or whatever the fuck. Uh, yeah, I like that guy. He was a uh, pretty grouchy, but he just didn't care anymore. You just get you get used to people like he, that. He had the he had the and my mom. I swear to God, my mom is he has like the old person mentality i've done this i've been there done that yeah fuck you 
I ain't got much Lord, time. Lord, take me now. <laughs> I don't have much time. There's no bullshit. And yeah, my mom yeah. does this. My mom does the same thing at a certain point. Like she doesn't care. She just does something. It's like they're not gonna say anything. She's old. I mean, yeah. <laughs> unless you're Roseanne. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my mom. My mom's seventy-eight, so I mean, it's one of those things that you know she's a short old German lady. Oh, yeah. So I think people just let her do whatever she wants to. Yeah, and makes it's sense. It's kind of funny, but yeah, when you're seventy-eight, you've paid your dues. It's a little embarrassing at times, but it's funny. <laughs> like what? I don't know. It's like we'll be at a restaurant or something, and like she'll deliberately like interrupt the waiter taking the order from the other table to say she needs more coffee or something. Okay. <laughs> she's old, dude. It's like you know what you can do. What are you gonna yeah. do? Nothing. But that's what. Um, what else we got? Absolutely nothing. I did find it funny. Kind of a newsish story. There's a one of the uh, left leaning satire sites put out a meme. That to boycott LL Bean because Michelle Obama is the largest stakeholder in that company, which is completely false. Oh my god! And uh, matter of fact, LL Bean is a privately held company, and one of the people is a huge Trump supporter who who is on the board. And I had a bunch of very conservative relatives share this thing with the comments of like, oh, "I'm never going to buy anything from LL Bean again." I'm like, Damn. one, you live out in East Texas, you probably didn't buy anything from LL Bean to begin <laughs> with. <laughs> That's it, some. That's some crazy dude. It's a I. That's some strategic warfare right there. It is because the thing is the what I found. You You're know, turning your your base against against. That's what themselves. and that's what they're doing because if you look at the outrage whenever um, uh, Yeti stopped they they stopped a promotional discount that they had going on to the NRA. Mm-hmm. This discount is basically expiring and we won't renew it. The NRA put out a letter. Saying that Yeti no longer supports the Second Amendment, and then go on YouTube. There are people blowing up their fucking Yetis and shooting them. Yeah, it's an instant gut reaction. I'm waiting for people to start beating up their Harley Davidsons now. I wonder if sales for Yetis went through the roof because people were buying them just to shoot them. And no, no, them it was people were blowing up the ones they had, and they said they would buy like Arctic brand or whatever the other you know that made a similar product. They're going to only support them now. Mm-hmm. I was like, that is just such a visceral gut reaction that is retarded. Yeah. Because and but like I say, I think this this left left wing website deliberately did this because there's so many people that I see it with my relatives all the time who are extreme right that any little thing like the Keurig thing, Mm -hmm. like Keurig pulled their advertising from Sean Hannity and people started blowing up their Keurigs. I'm like, you paid 50 fucking bucks for that thing. Mm -hmm. Who gives a shit? They already got your money and now you're blowing this up. And in probably six months, you're going to buy another one anyways because you miss it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like I don't understand. Like the boycott thing, you're not going to, it's going to be very hard to boycott any type of product nowadays to make it quote unquote fail. I mean, whether it's the left boycotting Chick-fil-A after the, they made the comment about, you know, gay rights or whatever. And like, I like Chick-fil-A. I'm going to go there. I'm not going to, you know, and seriously, if you were really that concerned, you looked really deep into all the political contributions these companies give, you'd have to boycott everybody. Yeah. No, um, most companies uh, support both sides of the aisle. Yes. I don't know if people realize that. But yeah. I mean, if you're gonna pay for influence, you gotta back whoever. Yeah, I mean, there's no winning, point. Is, you know, yeah, well, eventually the other side, the pendulum's gonna swing. The other side's gonna be in power. Mm-hmm. So might as well grease both palms. Right. That's the way it goes. Uh, that's our system. Uh, what do you think about this whole child internment camp thing? I don't like. I want you to answer this so I don't get in trouble. Well, here's the deal. One, there's, I, I have, again, I go back. I'll revert back to. What I've seen from extremely conservative relatives and people on Facebook, they say, well, this was a law that was signed by Clinton, or this was a law that was this. But nobody can cite the law that originally did this. And the one time somebody did cite something, they actually cited the creation of the Homeland Security, where in there it actually mentions separating children from their parents. But if you're going to use that, you got to realize that that was signed under George W. Bush when they created the Department of Homeland Security. And it was a Republican-controlled Congress. Yeah. I don't, I mean... It is a dick move to really do that because to separate the children. I understand they're trying to do anything they can to enforce immigration. And me personally, I think something needs to be done because people need to be here legally pay taxes. I don't care who you are. You come to this country, I pay my taxes. You pay your fucking taxes. Mm-hmm. So there needs to be something. I understand there's people trying to come here for a better life and all that. But deliberately separating them from their children to de- to deter this is shit because they've already... All these government contracts are given to these private corporations to develop these tent Damn, cities. Damn, dude. Hold on a second. UFOs! Sea 
You fucking cracked the seal, man. Oh, I didn't mean to. I just, I mean, I've read up a little bit. No, wait. I fucking was telling Brennan this exact same thing. Uh, so what I heard from conspiracy sources, which don't mean anything, was this has been going on since the Reagan uh, administration. Um, not as far as uh, splitting up families, but as far as detaining um, illegal immigrants oh, yeah. and then... You know, different presidents have done different things. Like, you know, some people uh, now we're prosecuting them. And before, during Obama, they were actually sending them back. Yeah, Obama deported more illegal immigrants than than any recent president. And we're not just talking about illegal immigrants. We're talking about, uh, what is it called? Uh, refugees. Or uh, I got refugees. That's a whole other... Uh, people fleeing violence in yes. their own countries and I, in I mean, South America. And but, we're, we're known for taking refugees because of that. Yes. Uh, so I don't really. You want to? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. There's no leg to stand on with that argument. But it, what I was talking to Brennan about was by Trump enacting this uh, this policy of separating people, he basically doubled or tripled the amount of facilities needed yes. to to house these people. They did. That's a lot of fucking money. That's and it's going to these defense contractors who. Many of them, they said, have already they've already followed tracked the money back to Trump's campaign. That many of these people donated to his campaign, and now they're getting these contracts for building these tent cities and really quick building these facilities to hold these people because they can't use the FEMA camps. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why can't we use Obama's FEMA camps? I'm just saying because, they're man, there. They're, might as well use them. They're all moldy and shit yeah. from not being maintained. They're using uh, those WalMarts. Remember the Jade yes, Hill theory? They're using yes, those WalMarts. Yes. So it's all coming. Full circle, but uh, uh, no, I mean, there's there's things saying that there's lots of these billion dollar contracts for these people. Basically, it's they're throwing money at them to put these things up as fast as they can because they need to hold people, right? And they even have there's even a, a uh, an article I read yesterday or Sunday about they directed the the Pentagon to be, to open up old military bases to create how housing for these separated these people that the basically new detention centers that. At old abandoned military base. Yeah. Because all the infrastructure's there. There's a wall around it that, you know, lock gate, lock, you know, whatever. And, and start stuffing these people into missile silos? Well, no. Well, I think old military base where there's bunks and, yeah. you know, motorcycle. Oh, okay. I think that's what that was. <laughs> but no, you know, because where all the old soldiers would sleep in these giant rooms, you know, mm-hmm. with just cots and whatnot, you can turn that easily into a refugee center if you already have it. Right. But, uh, but no, the refugee thing. Back to tenfold tirades. Mm-hmm. There's a an article that I read that you know a lot of the early Trump travel bans banned a lot of refugees from these countries and from coming in because mm-hmm. he said you know then there's all these things saying well refugees cost us billions upon billions of dollars in taxpayer money because they're on welfare or they're living off you know free housing or whatever. There's an uh, so when they during one of the executive orders it was they directed. Um, I'm not sure which government entity to do a survey about the impact that refugees have on our economy. This was the Trump administration doing it. And what they figured out was refugees actually have a $63 billion net positive impact to the economy. And then they buried the report. Wow. And uh, <clears throat> that think, is a conspiracy. That's a legit conspiracy. Well, it's like the New York Times has an article about it saying that whenever the and it was a the preliminary report they had you know they're still finalizing stuff but the preliminary report saying that there's a I think it said that there are some refugees that leech off the system but overall there was a 63 billion positive impact on the economy mm-hmm. and yeah they just you know cut the thing dude but all Im- immigrants start small businesses yes i mean that's the fucking backbone of the economy hey if you're not you go to any i mean stereotypical go to a, a small independent convenience store that dude will work from five in the morning till midnight mm-hmm. go home sleep at three hours come back and work that same shit sometimes they'll fucking sleep in the it's office exactly in the fucking store no nah, no offense there's a lot of americans who are way too fucking lazy to do that and don't have the offense thing. taken sir yeah. <laughs> hey i don't want to i will do, do that for i don't want to fucking do it i mean 450 an hour dealing with <laughs> shitty people all day i don't yeah. want to deal with that getting shot or the risk you know, of being robbed shot. But no, I mean, it's just kind of, I mean, all administrations bury unfavorable reports that they, that go against their policy and whatnot. Normally they come out eventually, 
Yeah. But uh, I think now with all these alternative, alternate, yeah. <laughs> alternative facts? No, the, like, you, you know, there's a, the people at the EPA created an alt EPA Twitter account to, like, leak information. It, like, after the Trump administration, first, all these people who don't like what's happening, they created these alternate sources of information where people who were inside who worked for the agencies like groups of people got together to to create these alternate twitter accounts where they can sneak information out and talk about what's going on behind the scenes wow and uh i think i'll start doing that with this podcast (laughs) show brennan picking his nose mike i don't know (laughs) shitting himself i don't know (laughs) i don't know why i went there sorry i thought brennan was when i always had bowel problems yeah, that's true. Uh, I need to ask him about that. I need an update. Yeah, Brennan, you need to answer that question next You heard podcast. him about my shitty back. Now you need to hear yeah, about, about Brennan's shitty, shitty shit. shit. <laughs> God damn. Oh, man. Um, yeah, this uh, <laughs> it's it's weird uh, listening to people talk about conspiracy theory and then <laughs> shit like this happens. Like, because it, plans have been in place for years, but oh, nothing yeah. ever moved on it. And well, then I mean, Trump... The conspiracy behind the conspiracy would be, and this is totally stupid, and I do not mean this, Trump deliberately exposed the system. I don't, I, 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 to me, I know that they said behind the scenes, John Kelly and Stephen Miller were some of the architects of this. Mm Mm-hmm. And Stephen Miller is one of those guys that they say could be an alt-right guy, or he has alt-right friends. But he's, of course, he says he's not, you know, racist or whatnot. But it was, you know, it was something they said that I think behind the scenes that maybe they were doing it, and then they just pushed it to a new level. Mm. Because I know, like they say, that zero tolerance memo that Jeff Sessions did kind of spurred this more. But and I and but what I think also as much with a lot of. Uh, Trump policies that I think they act and think later, not realizing the consequences of such policies. Mm-hmm. And I think that this might have been one of them. That it sounded good on paper, and then once you get a couple thousand kids separated from their parents, and it makes news, they're like, "Yo, know, Trump! Trump held his own for a while, saying, you know, the Democrats could easily pass legislation to change this." And, go, and then somebody, I think, specifically asked him about what about a executive order. He's like, "I can't do that." And then the Bad press and bad press and bad press. He's finally like, I'm going to sign an executive order because they're not willing to do anything. Yeah, I mean, it's all... He's he's using stuff that gets under people's skin as bargaining chips. But I think the most enjoyable thing people get out of their government is the lack of action. You know? Because if, if you're Trump and you don't think things through and you just Dude. fucking bulldoze ahead and with stuff you think is a good idea... The ramifications of these things will most certainly blow up in his face. Uh, yes, I believe so, and make some change to policy really quick. Um, I'm not sure what the long term is, because I know there's a lot of people that, no matter, and there's a lot of Obama, people, Obama supporters that, no matter what he did, they would support him regardless. Yes. And one, I find that stupid. If you can't criticize your person, whether you agree or disagree with, especially the people who agree with most of the stuff that Trump does, if you can't admit when he does something stupid or when he's flat out wrong, mm-hmm. you're part of the problem. Yeah. And I agree. I said the same thing about there's diehard Obama people that I know. Like, if you can't admit that he did shitty stuff, there's a lot of shitty things he did as president that should have been criticized, but you're too chicken shit because you're afraid you're going to lose the next election. And I feel the same way about Trump supporters now that they're so afraid to put a chink in his flaw to give the, the left something to beat him down more on, you know. I don't know. It's just I hate politics. I hate it too, but I think it's interesting because it's I'm, it's a 3D chess I, game. I'm not gonna lie. Like I hated both of them as candidates, Trump and Hillary. I hated. I despise. I, I have not liked the president both of them. ever. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I, I, mean, I did. I did like Bush until 9/11 happened. Well, I, to me, this this last election was literally the. You always hear that. Well, you got to vote the lesser of two evils. These were two of the most fucking evilest people we could have running. Yeah. No matter who won, something was going to be fucked up. Yeah. And, yeah. But everybody else was status quo, and they probably would have done some bad shit, but it wouldn't have been as yes. egregious, like, in your face. Yeah. You know? I mean, and I don't know. It's just, to me, whenever, it was kind of when Trump got elected, my first thought was, 
that was unexpected. And then two was I was going to come in with an open mind. I tried to leave my mind open to give the guy a chance. Mm -hmm. The more he opens his mouth, the more I just can't stand him. And I know I'm going to get ripped by people on the right calling me a a liberal and all that. Nobody's going to listen to this. Yeah. No, yeah. Nobody (laughs) even from the right is going to listen to this. We've lost all of our listeners in eight months. But but with me, I'm, I'm super all over the place. I have, I'm kind of, I am the quote unquote swing voter. If we live in a swing, a swing state, because I, I pick and choose stuff from both sides that I like. I always make the analogy that I don't know about you and Jess, but me and my wife, if we want something to eat, we can't decide. The two of us can't decide (laughs) on what to eat. Yet you're going to have 30 million people decide that all these policies, you know, whether it's anti-abortion, pro-guns to anti-guns, pro you can't. If you walk the fucking line of what the Democrats believe and what the Republicans, you can't tell me you believe in every fucking thing. Mm -hmm. And that 30 million fucking people can agree on these sets of policies. Well, the things they have in common, I th- and well, they agree on. But I think they it, would just. I mean, I think what there's it no is, guarantee that it wouldn't fuck up anyway. I think what it is, whatever. Is people are people are ingrained to typically, you know, if you have if you come from a conservative family, you're more likely to be conservative, or you come from a liberal family, you're more likely to be liberal. I think you're just ingrained that if you're liberal or conservative, this is what you must believe. Mm-hmm. And even if you look at the Republican Party now, if somebody actually votes with their conscience, they're called a rhino. A Republican in name only. It's like they're now, you know, they're no longer uh, part of the, you know, part of the solution. They're now part of the problem. It's like you can't tell me one fucking vote. Just like uh, Trey Gowdy, you know who he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Trump came out with the whole I'm being they spied on my campaign. Well, Trey Gowdy was super tough on Obama and Hillary when it came to like the Benghazi stuff. And he was one of the few congressmen or senators who got to look at the the FBI's documentation of the not spy in Trump's campaign, but their uh, informant. Mole. Yeah. Well, Trey Gowdy looked at it and said, the FBI acted accordingly. This is exactly what you would expect them to do with the information they had to start the investigation and how they would run the investigation. This is how you want them to do it every single day. The right jumped all over him, criticizing him after he was their god when it came to the Benghazi investigation. Mm -hmm. It's like, you, you can't tell me that this one guy has all of a sudden switched how he believes. He's a straight shooter on that. And yeah. people were like, no, he, what he says is false. It's like, he has nothing to lose by, or, you know, nothing to gain by saying this. Mm-hmm. It's not like all of a sudden he's going to switch to be a Democrat and be reelected, you know? Right. It doesn't work that way. Well, I'm sure. This is going way off the rails of he, what we started talking he's, about. He's going to hear about it for the rest of his uh, but he said he, life. Well, he already said he's not running for reelection, so that might have been one reason Damn, he did that, it. that, that kind of sucks, because I actually liked him, uh, his interviews, yeah, he, he's he's very intelligent. He's a former lawyer, and he's going to go back into private law practice. But I mean, he he's very intelligent. Yeah, and I think he's one of the few that actually look at the facts rather than just go off of try talk, to interpret it through a mag, uh, through his own uh, his per, own lens, his own yeah. political prism. He's not. It seems like he was not trying to specifically railroad somebody because of you know they're the opposite party. He was actually looking at the facts, and which is very rare nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that did go off the rails. Um, we said we need to find stuff to talk about. So, what was that? What was the uh, that thing you mentioned that uh, Homeland Security Operation Jade Helm? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got to I got to look into that again because I forgot all about that. Look it up, people. Uh, I, we'll I talk enjoy, about next podcast. I enjoyed the Jade Helm, uh, <laughs> the Jade Helm uh, trolls that they would show these aerial views of. Of uh, like Fort Bragg military base, mm-hmm. and say that this was discovered outside of like Podunk Town, Texas. That Obama's already set up this giant military base to take over Texas. What? Yeah. It, oh, man. Well, you know, because the whole Jade Helm thing was that was Obama was going to invade Texas because too many conservative people vote in the state of Texas and imprison them and the in the WalMarts and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And it didn't help that there was a few armored convoys seen parking in walmart parking lots dude i saw fucking uh desert painted uh humvees and tanks on a train that was that was and actually, i was like oh, it's jade helm that was jade helm those were the that was the army transporting this stuff for these military games oh, okay the, this is this this military uh practice that they're there uh war games they were doing has been going on for years mm-hmm. they've done it under Clinton, under Bush, under Obama. They'd done these. But it just, you know, it was, what had happened was a map came out 
of the state of Texas for the military games, and it had enemy, like right in the heart of Texas. So people mm. took that to the to believe that Obama saw Texas as the enemy, even though he had nothing to do with making that map. That was all military purposes mm-hmm. that they laid out. Sure the, was. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, here's the deal. Don't get me wrong. There are some times I've read some stuff on there. I'm like, that's really fucked up if it's true. But the chance of that happening. And then also you have to take into consideration that you'd have to believe that the right always tells you the military votes with them. The mm-hmm. military is conservative. That's not true. It's not, it's not necessarily true. But that's what they want you to believe. Right. But then Jade Helm, they also wanted you to believe that the military would blindly follow an unconstitutional order mm-hmm. by a president they quote unquote hate to imprison conservatives in the state of Texas. I was like, I'm still not seeing a flaw in the logic. <laughs> it's like you're putting a lot of faith in people to all of a sudden blindly do something that they see as illegal and going against the constitution. Yeah. I don't know. It just, well, with this whole, uh, internment camp thing, uh, do you know what Rex 84 is? No, it's, it's similar. Um, it's basically a plan. Okay. So I, I've read two different things. Uh, one is to imprison like uh, conservatives <laughs> or whoever whoever the government deemed uh, dangerous. Um, and the second the second thing that I heard uh, today was it was a plan set in place to house uh, an enormous influx of of refugees. Like if fucking all of South America were to uh, rush our border. We would need some place yeah. to to keep them, and uh, that's what Rex eighty four was uh, planned for. Anyway, uh, go look it up if you're interested. It could be horseshit. Most certainly is. Um, I think that's it, man. I think we did a, a good long ass podcast. <laughs> so we started off worried we'd have nothing to talk about. We kind of this last segment just kind of kind of snowballed. That's the that's the most I've talked in. Many, many, many months. <laughs> well, you know, we have two other people here instead of just one, so they can bounce up, you know. Yeah, that's true. That that might be the problem. Uh, <laughs> uh, if you want to follow our sponsors, why don't you go ahead and uh, tell our lovely listeners what to expect from LoneStarButtons.com. Well. I know you were practicing this in the mirror today. Yeah, oh, yes. I, well, I've had this spiel down for a long time. I, uh, Lone Star Buttons is your low-cost, high-quality source for pin-on buttons. Ranging in sizes from one inch to one and a half to two and a quarter inch round round buttons, which can also be made into keychains, bottle openers, mirrors, magnets, whatever your little pretty heart desires. <laughs> we also offer, or I also offer, uh, the rectangle magnets, the two inches by three inches, that are what you normally see in a souvenir shop or whatnot. Uh, very high quality. I have some. Yes, very high quality. They're made. Uh, materials tender love and care tender love and care and materials <laughs> that are uh made in the Adamantium, united states titanium hey all my stuff is precious made, metals my stuff is made in america you just got to pay for it that's all the only thing disclaimer the only thing that might not be made in america is the mylar covers because there's not a whole lot of american manufacturers that make them <laughs> sons of bitches but uh no i i will work with you and timelines uh design i'm not the greatest designer but i can recommend one hey i'm always a yeah. phone call away so if you listen to this podcast and you need buttons and you don't have a way to design it, first contact Revenge of the World. No, <laughs> I'm not your point of contact on this. No, we contact Revenge of the World to for some design work that they will. Oh yeah, yeah. They will charge you a small fee to design. Very small, and then they can under send. four uh, four digits. <laughs> One comma twenty nine ninety nine. Yeah, hit me up at gabrieldeter.art at gmail if you need design work. Um. So yeah, if you need any promotional materials for your project, uh, hit up Adam Stimpy Jones. Uh, you can email him at info at lonestarbuttons.com, or you can call him at 281-798-1996. Hey, what's your promotional uh, offering? It still says to get 10% more buttons free. Get 10, 10% free if you just... Mention Revenge of the World. And tell him Gabe said to suck <laughs> on your hairy tits. That could be why I don't get a lot of orders from your show, Gabe. <laughs> Well, I, I, you know what? Now I think about it. I got an order from a guy I went to high I, school with that heard me, heard about me on your show. Oh no, shit. Okay, that's great. Kind of funny. Um, let's see. Also, uh, thank you to Mockingbird Network. Uh, they're a podcast network that we're on, and you can go find them at mockingbirdnetwork.com. Uh, 
other than that, uh, check out our website, revengeoftheworld.com. You can follow everything, go to everything, do everything. We don't care. As long as you use lube, we'll enjoy it. It's like, okay. All right, gently go fuck someone. <laughs>